0: Welcome to our podcast. This is Keith Watters, IEE Leadership Coach, and we're going to talk to him today about The Principalship, The Worst Job He Ever Loved.
1: Thanks. Thanks for having me.
0: Glad <laughs> to have you. All right, Keith, so you know that we're working on a, a podcast, mm-hmm. the, the Principalship, The Worst Job I Ever Loved, and uh, you bring a wealth of experience in leadership and running schools and um i'm blessed to have you and others like you on our team as we help school leaders around the state and sometimes in the country you know support them in their leadership and we've talked about how extremely difficult school leadership is right now and um just wondering if you can talk about the best times of of your life as a school leader the things that motivated you to keep going and to push forward? And what was it about education and leadership that pushed you forward?
1: Well, well, thank you. Uh, I have been fortunate to be a, a building principal and a superintendent, but my building principal experience has been at all three levels, so elementary, middle, and high school. And I've loved my experiences at all three of them. But the one common denominator for all those is getting to know the students and their families, but seeing students succeed, uh, even at little little successes, is what really drives good leadership. And uh, it can be very difficult, and it's tough, and it's a grind. But uh, I loved what I did, and uh, will continue to support building principles.
0: So the the message you're saying is you got to celebrate even the small successes because that's what drives you.
1: Yes, you, even. The, the smallest successes. Sometimes the success is if a, if a young person, a first grader can ride the bus successfully and, <laughs> and have a great day at school and he gets, he or she gets home and it's a successful day because there were no breakdowns. So yeah. even though the smallest ones yeah. we have to celebrate.
0: And you know, I think that requires us to be very reflective and look for those on our own. Because I often say as educators, and particularly if you are an educator in secondary, we don't get the kudos often from the kids or the parents that things went well, right? You have to be your yeah. own gauge.
1: Yes, yeah, and I and I and I chuckle because that is, that is so true. Because, being a building principal, being a le- leader, you're on an island, you're by yourself, so you have to take, uh, those little accomplishments and know, that you're doing great work even when you're not hearing about the great work you're mm-hmm. doing. People appreciate it. Families and parents appreciate what you do, but you're, you're correct, Sherry. Sure, they're not gonna tell you every day mm-hmm. how great you are. <laughs> you have to know you're working hard yeah. and taking care of kids. Yeah. yeah.
0: So how do you foster that? Like in a young, if I'm a young school principal and every day I walk in and I'm getting beat up and torn down and how do you, how do I as a young principal recognize that and make the shift? What do I need to do? What disposition do I need to have to find that within myself?
1: Yeah, that's, a great, that's a great question. I, I think it's so important for building principals to do those things that they loved and why they're in the position and job they they chose. Like, for instance, it doesn't seem like anything, but simply being outside when kids are coming into school so you can see Uh, See them, not not in your office, but seeing them come into school with with a happy face and ready for the day. Uh, Building principals got to remember get in get into the classrooms. Not just when you're doing evaluations, get into classrooms because then you're with kids and you can see them uh, succeeding. Not not in your office again. I I, I've said that earlier, but be present. Be in the classrooms. Be where you are happy. Yes.
0: So look for opportunities to have fun with the kids yes. before there's a problem. Yes,
1: yes, I, I have a great story that uh, the best principal I ever worked with, um, when I was a superintendent, uh, he s- served food every day to the kids.
0: He worked in the lunch line. He
1: worked in the lunch line and knew the kids' orders every day. And uh, that, that was his time to be with kids and you knew you couldn't interrupt them at that oh. time because it was his time with kids. Kids look forward to it, and I know he looked forward to it more. So celebrate those those little successes. So it's
0: really interesting that he wouldn't allow that time to be interrupted, right? Because our day is interrupted all the time. Yeah, and And people
1: just knew from 11.15 to 11.30, Mr. Mm -hmm. G was serving food. And that was as much
0: about his bucket. I think it was was more about
1: his bucket than it was about the kids. Yeah, Yeah, I think maybe sometimes the kids were like, why is he serving food? He's the principal. Because that was his time. You're connected with the yep. kids.
0: yeah, Absolutely. And th- those things do happen on the playground, in the drop-off loop, at, in the lunchroom. And they really mean a lot, when not only for filling your own bucket, but when it comes to then discipline.
1: Right? Yeah, because- well, because you get to know them on a different level. Mm-hmm. And then when you do have to have hard conversations with kids, they know you care about them. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to a couple of questions ago about you're not going to hear all the positive you're doing from parents but i guarantee those kids know Mm -hmm. that you care Mm -hmm. and it's about it's about them knowing you care about them
0: And, and let's talk about discipline for just a minute as a school leader because um there are a lot of people who approach discipline as a consequence as a response to to inappropriate behavior so to speak i always believed that discipline was about the lesson that needed to be learned. And if kids know who you are, they accept that a little bit more. And what's your experience? Yeah,
1: I, I think discipline is about, is about changing the behavior. It's not about the, you do something and here is your discipline. It's about changing the behavior. It's about making sure they know whatever he or she did that Yes, they're being disciplined. Yes, they're being penalized. But again, it's about changing the behavior. And I always said the best advice I ever received from uh, a mentor was when you discipline a student, uh, at the end of the conversation, you simply ask the student, did you feel that was fair? Mm-hmm. You think that was fair discipline? And if they say he or she says no, then you say, okay, tell me what you think would be fair. Because mm-hmm. then, then the discipline is... In the in the students' hands, not necessarily administrators. So
0: it, so discipline is then in that case not about power.
1: It's never and, about power. Yeah. It better not be about. Yeah, power. it yeah.
0: is about the lesson that comes yeah. out of
1: it. And, and you and, can still discipline and be kind, but mm-hmm. there's there's consequences for your behaviors. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think kids understand that there are consequences for our behaviors or for behaviors, yeah. good and bad.
1: Good and bad. Uh,
0: and and I think where they get stuck sometimes is when they perceive there to be a power struggle versus mm-hmm. a learning opportunity.
1: Correct. And, and, and that's, it goes back to Sherry about building that relationship mm-hmm. with students. And there, there, there are leaders, great leaders who can discipline students in a kind and caring way and the parents will support it. And the students will understand because they're part of the process. But if you don't have that relationship, it good. doesn't matter how big or how little the discipline is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If they don't have the respect in the relationship, it's not going to work.
0: Yeah. yeah. So our podcast yeah. is called "The Principalship: The Worst Job You Ever Loved," and so it's, you, a perp, it's a perfect title because <laughs> it does title. capture how it, we all feel about it, the job, it right? Does. Yeah. yeah. So, what is the hardest thing you ever faced as a school leader, or that pivotal point you faced as a school leader where you decided, like? I got to put my big boy pants on now (laughs) because this is getting real, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, and what advice in in a similar situation would you give a school, a school principal? I don't
1: have a, I don't necessarily have a specific one, but I, I think looking back, um, discipline, disciplining students. And then maybe that student would come back and do something even worse or, uh, even to retaliate against maybe what you did as the leader. So maybe you would have to deal with them again. Does that yeah. make sense? Like so you put someone out for three days or something, and then they come back and they're still mad. And you thought what you did was the best for that child and for that family, and there's still that bitterness or that that up. The parents are still upset, and then they don't talk to you at games, or they don't talk to you at a play, and you thought you did what was right, Mm -hmm. and in your heart, you knew it was right. You don't sleep at night because you're still worried about that kid, and that's the part that they they don't see. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to separate um, when they leave the building, but at the same time, as a building administrator, you can't beat yourself up over everything because you're going to make mistakes.
0: Mm-hmm. So I
1: hope I answered that question. Yeah, I think
0: I'm going to paraphrase. I heard a couple of things yeah, in there.
1: Please do. Uh,
0: so one of them is um, the har- The hard piece is recognizing that sometimes when we intervene with students and families, the, the issue is bigger and how we help a family through the issue when they don't necessarily want the help. Yes. How Great we way, yeah. intervene with kids to keep them from continually repeating the same mistake when they're not getting the message at home. That weighs on you emotionally. It's, it's not really about the behavior, it's about the safety, the yeah. well-being of the the student and how that's going to change.
1: Yeah, the the majority of time for school leaders when they when they have to either kick a kid out or discipline or even worse expel, it's and in my experience, it's as hard as on the school administrator or yeah. leader as it is on that kid because they know the best place for that kid yeah. is at that school. Mm-hmm. Because they have the, the caring climate and the caring teachers that the student mm-hmm. needs. So
0: and, and there aren't educators who go into this field to say, I'm going to stick it to no, kids. I'm, I'm gonna no, I'm going to hurt kids on purpose. No, <laughs> no, no. we not, go in there because None of us passion. went
1: into education to do that. Yeah. No, nobody yeah. did. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, we go into Correct. it
0: because we care about the We think we of can kids. make a
1: difference. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay, Keith, so as you are, you know, we, we see principals really struggling across the states, across the country, across the world. They are struggling to, you know, maintain and to keep focused and to, Not lose their passion. What advice do you give principals, and not just new principals, because it's everybody, to help them persevere, push through, maintain their focus. Yep, Um, it's
1: it's it's a it's a great question. Um, I I I I honestly uh, believe that in order to keep good leaders. We have to remember that leaders have to do and, and, and enjoy those things that made them go into education in the mm-hmm. first place. Like I mentioned earlier, going out in the parking lot and, and greeting kids and family, it doesn't seem like a big deal, but it gets you, mm-hmm. people see you in a different different light. Mm-hmm those different opportunities if it's a baseball or a basketball game or if it's a play or if it's a Saturday day robotic competition just remember that students are doing great things and make sure you're enjoying those mm-hmm. uh, not just all the negative that you see mm-hmm. and take a break you got get you gotta you gotta be away from it as well as hard as it is turn your phone off, turn your email off that quiet time to rejuvenate Uh, you need your mental health as well. And it's tough. I know how difficult it is, but you have to.
0: Yeah. So um, what you're suggesting really is that we control our own, I'm going to say destiny or narrative as a school leader, because we all recognize how hard it is and you can stay in that hard and focus Mm -hmm. only on the discipline because there's five kids sitting out in your office and there's three teachers who are upset about something and, and, and you can do what Mr. G did and put a pause and say, it's lunchtime. (laughs) I'm going to take care of me and I'm going to control my destiny. And I am going to have a positive next half hour. And guess what? Those kids and the upset teachers and the two parents who are mad, they'll all be there when you get back.
1: They're all going to be back. (laughs) They're all going to be back when the sub sandwiches are delivered. (laughs) So so. take time as hard as it is. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Well, Keith, thanks. I'm so excited and thankful for the work that you do for IE and help kids and leaders everywhere. So
1: thank you. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Thanks. Join us for our next episode of The Principalship, The Worst Job I Ever Loved.